Hey everyone, Cooper here, host of the fine podcast you're listening to. I just want to let you know that the episode you clicked on has a format that is very heavily inspired by a podcast called The Bookening. To be clear, our thoughts and opinions in this episode are our own, but the format is very similar to this podcast. I just wanted to give you a heads up and give credit where it is due. With that out of the way, enjoy the show. Welcome to the screening. Today's screening will be... Star Wars! We're doing Star Wars. Welcome back to the screening. I'm your humble and eloquent host, Cooper Cobbs. Cooper A. Cobbs, I might say. And over there, we have Mr. Matthew E. Killingsworth. Howdy. Hey, Matthew. How you doing, Matthew? I'm doing fine. Great. And over there, you have the majestic Isaiah M. Ryetsky. <laughs> M stands What's for majestic. Up? And unfortunately, Mr. Majestic, dude? I don't know. Because Maybe all those pictures of, of you took. are just yeah, majestic. Right. They're majestic. Oh, just majestically looking off into the distance. Yeah. And while, like, scratching his mustache. And over there, <laughs> oh, unfortunately, Mr. James T. Lewis could not join us Yeah, today. He's gone. He got eaten by um, Darth Maul. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got eaten uh, by Darth Maul. I was trying to think of the name of that. Oh, Sarlacc Almost. Pit. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was thinking of the Sarlacc Darth Pit. Darth Maul came out, though. And then I was like... But no, it was Darth Maul. <laughs> That's the most noblest death in the history of deaths. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. That's good. That's good. Anyway, he'll be back next week to talk about probably the best Star Wars movie, Attack of the Clones. Hopefully he'll be back. <laughs> He's being sarcastic. Yeah, hopefully Tanner will be back, though. I think everybody knew I was being sarcastic. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about Star Wars, okay? Yep. The most legendary film franchise of all time. Sorry, MCU. You don't deserve it. Star Wars does, and um, yeah. What is your so, baggage with Star Wars, Cooper? I was oh. gonna ask that, Matthew. What's oh. your baggage no, no, no. with Star sorry, Wars? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Ticket check, ticket check, Cooper. No, no, it's baggage. You changed it now. I thought it was ticket check. Yeah, yeah, I can't keep up, man. You keep changing it. Okay, hear ye, hear ye. Once and for all, it's baggage for both. Cool. Yes. Okay, that's way easier. All right, my baggage <laughs> for Star Wars. So, one time. I think I was like seven or eight years old, and it was at my old, old house two houses ago in Frisco. We were just I remember that like house. hanging out one day, my family, and my dad was like, y'all want to watch a movie? And I was like, sure, what's it about? And he's like, <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember exactly what he said. He's like, it's about guys with laser swords called lightsabers, and they use the force, which is basically their kind of magic. And they just do cool fighting scenes. <laughs> and so and then that night we watched um, A New Hope. So the first uh, ever Star Wars movie to come out. Technically the fourth in the, like, in We know what trilogy. you mean. Yeah. Anyways, so New Hope. And it was good. I liked it. And then, you know, just since, well, like the a few weeks after that i guess i watched the fifth one and then the sixth one then we went back and watched the prequels one two three and then um i just went to watch all the other ones as they as they've come out in the theater except for i think solo solo we bought like a few months after it came out after it was out of theaters wow but all the other ones we went and watched in the theaters several several times (laughs) that's right (laughs) 
Um, I think I saw Force Awakens like five times in theaters. That was a good one, though. Uh, yeah, actually. Yeah, basically I did. So, yeah. What is it? Oh, also, I guess I should mention, me and Cooper used to be kind of big Star Wars nerds, so I've watched like all the Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels and all that extra greatness, if that's what you want to call it. it sounded like something Tanner would say. But... <laughs> Yeah. No, it's it's pretty great. Yeah. All right, Isaiah, I think you're probably going to have the most interesting baggage for once. Actually, no, so, Cooper uh, should go first since... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah sure, Cooper, go ahead. All right. So, you know, I didn't really get into Star Wars. I guess you'd call it kind of late. I think I was maybe Wait, what do you eight? mean kind of late? <laughs> eight? I got, <laughs> yeah, so I, my cousin, who was just two years younger than me, um, he got really into Star Wars from a young age. His, he didn't, he didn't see any of the movies till after me, but he knew the entire plot. He was a big Lego guy. He watched the Clone Wars oh, yeah. I and mean, all that stuff. And so pretty much before I started watching him, I knew like the entire plot, and I got into Star Wars because of him. Right. And then, um, you know, I guess, okay, so then I was begging my parents to let me watch Star Wars, right? Then I was, I think I was eight. And so my Christ, Christmas when I was eight, I got the original trilogy, four, five, and six. Yeah. And so I watched A New Hope on Christmas Day. Nice. And I was, I mean, I loved it. It was awesome, right? Oh, There's yeah. laser swords, and it was awesome. So, and then since then, uh, I saw five and six, and uh, it was great. I love all of them. And I love Star Wars, really into Star Wars. And then, I don't know really when I saw the prequels. I might have actually seen them out of order. Yeah. I think I saw episode two first, then episode one, huh. I think. Hmm. Um. And then I saw episode three at Isaiah's house when he started watching them for the first time. So, yeah. And then, obviously, 789, Rogue One and Solo, I saw all in theaters. So, yeah. Actually, I went to see Voice Awakens for my birthday. Remember that, guys? Yep, I do remember. Mm-hmm. What a nerd. Okay, go ahead, Isaiah. That's fun. So, uh, I had uh, never heard of Star Wars until I was, like, 11. So, I don't know why Cooper, I don't know why Cooper said it was uh, he was late to watching them. That's whenever he was like really eight uh well i heard of it just because uh basically matthew and cooper yeah. for a homeschooling group wow. brought lightsabers and started fighting with them <laughs> outside <I can't> <laughs> every day things. every day so yeah, that's probably an important part of our baggage we should mention <laughs> um yeah. so basically i just had no clue what it, they were doing or what they were or anything like that so uh i asked them and they told me about it and then i started watching star wars I watched the movies. Uh, well, I did them one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, oh, like that that's order. awkward. But, that uh, is awkward. You know, because because <laughs> back well, because back then, remember, we we all thought that we should watch them chronologically. Yeah, um, but we should not have. Yeah. I watched well, them all two weeks Here before we Star Wars Seven came out. Oh, so. that's right. That's the reason you watched them all. Yeah, that's the reason. Nice. So yeah, nice. that's my baggage. Well, again, let me ask you guys some questions. So. Before each of you watched Star Wars, I guess, Matthew, you didn't know anything about Star Wars, did you? No, I just, yeah, I just randomly heard of it one day when my dad asked if I wanted to watch a movie, and then we watched the movie, and it was the beginning. I'm not going to give any spoiler alerts, because I think you should all know this, but Isaiah, did you know before you watched that Palpatine was Sidious, and that Luke and Leia Mm -hmm. were brother and sister? No, I did not. Oh, wow, okay. Dude, I barely knew anything about Star Wars, except that there were laser swords and fighting. Yeah. Well, see, You guys didn't really tell me much. Yeah, that was a little bit confusing because I watched I watched them like four, five, and six, obviously. So I knew Luke and Leia were brother and sister by the time. Well, I didn't know it before I watched, but I knew it right. from episode six. And then so when I went back and watched the first three, I was like, oh, that's their parent, and that's 
that's them being yeah. born at the end of three and stuff like that. So. Yeah. And I obviously, anyway. I mean, I'm pretty sure I recognized Sidious immediately, or as Palpatine when I started watching the prequels, because mm-hmm. like he just looks exactly. I mean, he's literally the same. called Senator Palpatine. Yeah. Right. So, but yeah, let's talk about before we get into Phantom Menace, the prequels. <laughs> the prequels. Yes. Uh, I'm sure we all, we all, I think we've all stated we love Star Wars, but do we consider the prequels to be absolute garbage? Do we like them? Do we like them at all for they, what they did? What are you guys' thoughts on just the prequels? I like the the story that they add to it, but the movies, uh, there's a lot of unnecessary scenes and a lot of unnecessary characters, and it's kind of garbage. So you hate the prequels? I... If you could go back, would you erase the prequels entirely? Would you rather they not be a part of existence? That's a good question. See, uh, I want to say yes, it's really bad, but I think the now that they're there, I think there are a few little like good things that just like cuz like I've always liked stories that have a lot of connections with everything else in the story and stuff like that. And so I think just the like connections that it has to the clone wars and to you know the future of the the future generations of the Star Wars characters I think and you get to see like a little bit of Obi-Wan's background I don't know I think there's just a few things that would make me want to keep the story there even I mean I would I would prefer the movies to be made in a better way though yeah so I definitely think that they are important I mean they explain stuff like about Star Wars like the beginning of it and who characters are and stuff like that later on but they messed up how they made the movie. They added stuff and yeah, they added, they added stuff. Messed it up, huh? What, what do I mean? Like just stuff? what they put in there, what they put in there kind of messed it up. Like what? I'm um, just saying like that certain Jar Jar Binks didn't mess it up or how they made Jar Jar Binks was horrible. Yeah, yeah. Jar Jar Binks pretty sucked. much like half the scenes, more than half the scenes in Attack of the Clones are just garbage. Like. Leia or not Leia, uh, Padme and Anakin just Padman, like yep. those oh, dumb, like cheesy uh, Anakin scenes. riding the giant tick, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> and then, oh man, yeah, we can talk about that. That'll be really fun to, ro- I think, we can roast Attack of the Clones. Oh, yeah, episode. but my thoughts on the prequels I don't like them, but I like what they did, yeah. That's what I'm saying, so yeah. I think that obviously, I think we can all agree that the lightsaber fights in these movies are like way better than the choreography. Oh, the, the choreography is better in the lightsaber scenes. I'll give you that. Right, and there is better. I mean, just like yeah, everything's better with the lightsaber fights. So I think we can agree. I'm sorry if you're like an original to the core, but they are better in the prequels. And I think that if you watch four, five, and six, the galaxy seems. Kind of small. I'm just gonna be honest. Because well, I think that the prequels made it bigger. I mean, you're going to like three new worlds every course. episode, maybe even more than that. So I think it made it bigger, and it, you know, I think it, I, like we said, it it added more to the storylines of the characters. Um, it kind of portrayed out Anakin came to the dark side. Um, you know who Obi Wan was. So I think they did some things right and some things wrong. And also, we have to realize. It, we know the CGI is bad in these movies, but this was revolutionary at the time. Like these, like made CGI what it is today, pretty much. Right. So yeah, we can agree that they did a lot for them. But 
we can all agree that there are certain things that are ter- just trash about the prequels, right? Oh, yeah. First of all, the CGI. George Lucas. Well, <laughs> yes, but I think I'm willing to give that a pass because it was revolutionary for the time. Um, except for the giant tick, I don't like that. But um, George Lucas should have hired a writer. Okay, like I don't. <laughs> right. Especially in, in Episode Two, that's where it's the worst. Yeah, give your give your favorite Anakin quote. Okay. <laughs> I don't like sand. It's hot and coarse, but not like your skin. <laughs> that's terrible. I, think, I don't think that's the exact so quote, bad. but like it's not. It's pretty close. <laughs> that's so. That's that is so bad. Um, so let's start off. Phantom Menace. Watching it this time around. What were your thoughts? I mean, like I said before, they it wasn't like the best or anything. That it was good. It was necessary because it like explained stuff like about characters, their backstories, and all that. So yeah. because of that, I think it was good. But only because of like how they actually made it and the CGI and Church of Binks and all that were like, ugh. Yeah. You know, I think I've watched this. I think that was my third time ever watching that movie. I watched it the second. original time, and then I watched it as a buildup. I think I did the kind of same thing that Isaiah did, but for episode eight, I think, we watched, like, all seven plus Rogue One, and right before eight. Uh, I, I thought you watched uh, um, all six with me in order whenever I watched them. No, I, I think I didn't go to the first one. I don't know why. But, oh, okay. Yeah, I remember doing some of those. But anyways... Um, Thoughts on the first one. It so I think it did not meet my expectations this time watching it, <laughs> for what I remembered because I was a lot younger and like when you're younger for some reason you overlook like bad CGI or like bad dialogue and you just basically it's all about the fighting scenes, right? And so mm-hmm. the fact that there is better choreography and like more I guess drawn out more thought out fighting scenes and the lightsaber scenes look I guess more realistic than I guess. I just remember them being better than they were. And my dad's always, like, trash-talking them. And I've always thought, eh, they're not actually that bad. But watching it this time, uh, my expectations are definitely lowered if I ever watch it again. And my my dad is kind of right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He showed us, like, the Weird Al Yankovic yeah. YouTube video for The Saga Begins, which is, like, ten times better than the movie. But, yeah. <laughs> so you guys seem to not like this movie so much. Actually, I'll get my thoughts real fast, then I'll ask this question. So... My thoughts on Phantom Menace. I mean, watching it again, I think that it it held up better than I thought it would. I think I came in there with really, really low expectations. Like, this is going to be a trash movie. The prequels are all trash. That's the opposite I'm ready to roast these on the podcast. Yeah, I know. And so I come in, and I actually find myself enjoying it a little bit. I like Liam Neeson and Qui-Gon. Oh, yeah, definitely. There's some bad dialogue moments. Um, but overall, I thought it was better than I thought it would be. I thought that the it was really exciting and enjoyable. It, it I mean, if you watch A New Hope again, it's really kind of slow. It's, I mean, it's exciting, but it's it's slow. When was the last time you guys watched that? I think I watched it like a year ago. And you're right, yeah, it is well, slow, actually, but I still I, mean, like I really like it. A few years ago. I like the movie. Yeah, New Hope's great. New Hope's great. But the thing is, The Phantom Menace, it's it's not that slow. I mean, it's it's kind of slow, but it's exciting. And honestly, I came and I actually I liked it, but I think it's not as good as the original. Or the, the prequels like just that. have a different feel when you're watching them than the originals. They do. I don't know. There's something yeah. about it. It's like they're trying to be, like they're trying to change it up or something. And I'm like, yeah, why would you change what's already like the best movie ever? Not that it's actually. Yeah. But like I don't know. The first, the original three 
four, five, and six were so good that like I don't know why they tried to change it or make it different. Well, I think that they did something. I agree that they did. I don't know. It's almost I'm okay it's, with it's almost like it's more high tech in the original three. Or not the original three, the... Um, That's true, it is. It's true, I agree. It's, it it's more high-tech in the prequels than the original three. That's a good point. And it's weird because it's supposed to take place before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that they, I like them doing something different. I like them kind of you know, giving you a new starship or several new starships every single episode, giving you new planets, yeah, giving but you new Yeah, but it's the prequels. So, like, why would you see starships there and then not see them in the original three? Because it's cool, Matthew. Okay, we can agree that the yeah, story of the I'm, prequels I'm is... I'm kind man. of about... No, I'm about the story of the entire Star Wars. Yeah, the I kind of agree. Skywalker Matthew, saga. Like, I I want it all to connect and make sense. And when there's, like, little discrepancies like that, and they add different stuff, it's like... That's why I'm okay with, at the end of Rogue One, everyone dying. Because they had to for the story. Right. And it's, it's interesting, right? It's defying the expectations. Right. It's like, Again, who makes the main character die? Like, come on. No, it was a good... That's exactly what the prequels... They do something different, but in a, in a, in a bad way. <laughs> I'll give you... <laughs> that's my point. A bad way, but they tried to do something different. <laughs> Fair okay. enough. Okay, so my question... I think I lost it. What was it? Uh, no, I lost it. Darn it. What are y'all's thoughts on Jar Jar Binks? Oh. Me, I want to kill him, sir. I think that he is the Tom Bombadil of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Sorry, Wait, Star Wars. He's the Tom Bombadil of Star the, Wars. Is that Gollum? Who's that? No, no. Tom Bombadil? Uh, yeah, you got to read it. You got to read Fellowship. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's probably we're not talking. We're, we're literally on a Star Wars episode right now. Don't talk That's about right. The Hobbit or whatever. <laughs> That's right. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so, The Phantom Menace. You, you guys, oh, here's my question. You guys have been complaining about this movie. Like, ah, oh, it's so bad. What exactly you is haven't? bad about this movie? Wait, wait. Okay. What exactly is bad about this movie? Okay. Well, just... Oh, good. Okay, well, number one. Some of the characters are just... Drive you crazy. Just dumb. Like Jar Jar Binks. And, like, a lot of the alien characters. Like, that flying blue guy. Like, why do they have to make him have weird accents like that? Flying blue guy. Like the flying... Uh, uh, Anakin's the owner. The fat little Whatever. master oh, guy. Oh, yeah. Watto. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. And... Aha! Ha-ha! <laughs> Wait, what? You guys can honestly, honestly, the amount of CGI they used and, like, how bad it is, like, when you're watching, it's just... It looks so unrealistic. Hmm. But I guess I can't I really about Technically, that. it's about aliens. So Matthew, in A New Hope, only once do you see a laser exit someone's gun and hit another person. Only once. Why are you really? trashing Except A New in... Hope? I'm not. I'm saying no, I'm over. Hope. I'm willing to overlook the CGI. Okay, fair enough. Because, because but like it was new at the time. I know, but like, why did they use it since it was so new and like not very good? Like they used. Yeah, let's, they used let's a, not. They used, let's hold not on, hold on. Change. They things. used a puppet for Yoda. Yeah, in the original three, and it looked the technology way. Technology was no, no, not no. invented. I know, and it looked way better than the CGI. Well, think about it. if you saw it in theaters and you saw Yoda, you wouldn't think, "Wow, it looks n- nothing like the real Yoda." You would think, "Gosh, they made that on a computer. It looks actually really real." I kind of agree with Cooper on this. They probably would think that. 
But are you, like, are you so are you asking what I bad. think? Or are you asking what people in the 20th century when it came out think? Well, I'm saying make an excuse for the CGI because it was new at the time. Okay. Because they were trying to do something revolutionary. That's all I'm saying. Okay, sure. Okay. What else is bad about this movie, guys? All right, let's just talk hmm. through it and see if we can find some things. So, first off, dialogue. Trash, right? Yeah. Mm, I mean, yeah. like, there's literally, like, no funny parts in this movie. Yeah, and half of the, the dialogue is just George R. Binks. were short. Yeah, that's right. What is he laughing at George R. Binks now? Bad he is. Or making yeah, fun of George R. Binks the entire time. That was pretty fun. We're plugging our ears. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like, come on. Like, why? There's no need for George R. Binks. That's nope, and like then they make him like a, what is it, a senator or something that, uh, just for some a reason? Member of the, yeah. Maybe like the uh, Gungan representative or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, Stupid. All right. Yep. So, I think we guys touched on this earlier, but do you think that you would know that Palpatine was Sidious if you hadn't seen <laughs> Yes, the his hood is not even on. You can literally see his <laughs> eyes at one point. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, they didn't really leave that ambiguous. So, yeah, I know. Do you guys totally... like how that played? Would you rather well, have been it been ambiguous or no? Because I feel like anyone who saw his little hologram thing, and like all those guys that saw it, like the green guys with the crown things, they were also in the Senate, so they could have just told everybody. Like I don't know, he was not very secretive, and like there's, it, it's kind of inconsistent. Like there's no way that secret was kept for that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it do was guys, just. Do, do you guys do you guys like how it played though? Do you like it not being ambiguous? You're like that guy's Sidious, and you know that the entirety of the prequels. Do you like that, or would you rather it have been left? Oh, I think I it would have been. been I think been, it, yeah, like, I think it would have been right? really cool if it like it had just been this like cloaked hood guy that like almost like the ghost of Christmas future, like you can't even see him, <laughs> and like you just throughout like the first two, and then you start to like get hints of it in the third one when he's like trying to tempt Anakin, and it. Because, like, that scene is supposed to be kind of creepy in the third one, but it would have been way better if you didn't already know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just... Yeah, I agree with Matthew on that. Like, it would have been so much better. Like, and I would have liked it a lot better, like, just to be surprised by it or whatever, but because you see, you can see his face, or part of his face or whatever, it really yeah, wasn't a surprise or anything. It's like, I the agree. dude literally has the most memorable chin in Star Wars, okay? Just like... <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> Yeah, I would have. I think that would have been pretty awesome. But I think that pretty much anybody who reads a lot of mystery novels would have been able to figure it out from the get go. Yeah. With like, if you if you because I you mean, take the honestly, hologram and you make not, it, he doesn't even play a role like a necessary role in the first movie in the Phantom Menace. Besides, it, yeah, unless you're really setting him up, I agree. Like, yeah, you probably could have guessed it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what's good about this movie, in your guys' opinion? Like I said, it like uh explains like and gives the backstory to characters and then uh anakin who eventually turns into darth vader and all that so you like anakin's story in this movie oh no i'm just saying like it gives a backstory to him i see so you like you don't like the backstory but you like the fact that it gave a backstory yeah you know now that i'm thinking now that i'm trying to think about stuff that's good i kind of thought of some more stuff that's bad so i'm just gonna say it real quick it's just honestly boring like, can you, th- like, there's so many movies that you would rather watch than this. 
Just because it it's true. not interesting. Like you said, there's no funny parts. There's terrible dialogue. Like there's a couple interesting scenes. I'll say the pod race is kind of fun to watch. And like the, watch. the lightsaber battle at the end. Duel of the Fates. The lightsaber battle, Duel of Fates. The song is really good on that, or the the score. And yeah, that part, those two parts I'll give are okay like for a movie. But the rest is like they're trying to be like political and like walking slowly down a hall or like i don't know just uh yeah it's it's just kind of not interesting you know mm-hmm. yeah in my opinion the pod race is the best it's, part it's of the just slow to follow thing. yeah the pod race is definitely the best part the rest of it's more like what you said politics or them trying to negotiate or whatever yeah yeah the plot of this movie is not that great i will give you that i'm like but they're jedis with lightsabers and the force why are they going in there trying to negotiate go up to the control room and go slice those green guys in half like you do in every other Star Wars movie. Why are you trying to so negotiate? That's what they were trying to do. No, they were well, trying to sit in that room and wait for a robot to, to, to come to, to them. You have to remember, this is before the Clone Wars, right? So the Jedi are supposed to be the peacemakers. They're not supposed to start wars. They're not supposed to do that. They're supposed to be negotiators, right? It, but yeah. look at look at, look at at number two or number three. They, they still do it. Well, like, because the Clone Wars are in, happening. In, in Attack of the Clones, the second movie, you literally hear Anakin saying, well, we've decided to use aggressive nego- negotiations. And Padme's like, what's aggressive negotiations? He's like, well, it's negotiations with a lightsaber. Exactly. They were, like, threatening them. They weren't, like, The only, like, decently <laughs> funny part. Yeah, it's true in Attack of the Clones. Yeah. I found it to be more entertaining than I thought. It may just be because I came in there with low expectations. I think this story was really just bland. There was really nothing. Yeah, that's on. Yeah, I'm just saying it's deep it was about all any boring. characters. I don't think it was all boring. I think I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. So I guess in my mind, it's enjoyable. But apart from I the agree, two scenes I mentioned, parts. what did you enjoy about it? Um. Okay, we'll move on. <laughs> so, what do you guys think? What do you guys think about the cast of the prequels? I have the, uh, no actors. clue who anyone is. Yeah, actually, like we should have looked that up before. That's my bad. I'm supposed to. Send okay, you guys so that. yeah, Le- Liam Neeson. You guys, I mean, I know who he is, but you guys probably don't. Uh, Qui Gon Jinn. You guys know Ewan McGregor. Um, may not, maybe on his name, but Ewan McGregor's in a lot of movies. He plays Obi Wan. But oh, he he doesn't. Yeah, I didn't know his name. Wait, it. Oh yeah, you're right. He is. Yeah, um, Ewan McGregor is kind of good. I like Ewan McGregor. But he's a different. Obi Wan than the other two prequels, right? No, he's the same guy. Mm-hmm. It's quite the transformation there. It is quite the transformation. He gets a beard um, and that red oh, hair. Natalie, like yeah, Natalie Portman. Portman. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she doesn't really have a role to play in this movie. No, like and, she literally does I mean, nothing. All of these actors, most of them at least, have pretty good potential. Right. Natalie Portman goes on to become I mean, a decent actor. Liam Neeson's already a good actor. Ian McGregor goes on to become a good actor. And he yeah. just... George Lucas just wasted it. He had nothing for these characters to do. He's just interested in building the world and cool lightsaber fights. That's my biggest thing with the prequel. Which are... Yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying are the only two good parts of the... Right. And the, the best prequel is episode three. Not just because it has the most action, but because it's the most character developmental. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it builds yep. the most off and, of the And because it has Anakin. the most action as well. No, it, well, yes. I think everybody agrees that three... I think as kids, we were like, yeah, three's the best because it's the most action. But coming back to it, 
it has a lot of good story stuff for Anakin, a lot of good developmental stuff for Padme as well. And it just, yeah, that's really why. I mean, it does have a lot of good action, but it definitely builds the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but did you just look at just wasted everything? I mean, he wasted the new CGI technology. He <laughs> wasted John Williams for most of it. Yeah, how much did they States. spend on that? CGI? Probably a lot. They had to, like, invent the technology. I mean, CGI was a thing, but not at this capability that they needed. The young Anakin Skywalker looks so much like young Tanner. Oh, my gosh. Like we, we will, we will put, post put, a photo, photo on, on our Patreon. Patreon. Yep. I mean, it's scary. Like, the haircut, too. Yeah, they literally look exactly the same. The round... Fa- oh, it's, it's, it's insane. Tanner's the chosen yeah, one. We will... <laughs> Is midi-chlorian count as all the steel? <laughs> it's so funny because they yes. like <laughs> they they say that at first, and then it's like a few scenes later that they actually tell you what midi-chlorians are. You're just like, what? Yeah. What are you talking about, dude? Yeah, George Lucas just loves nerding out about that stuff. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm gonna tell you, you're gonna be so excited about midi-chlorians. You're like, I just want to see some lightsaber fights and some developmental stuff for Anakin. Oh, also, <laughs> we should talk about. Uh, the similarities between how Anakin was born and how Jesus was born. I mean, it, I don't want to be like, blasphemous or anything, but... Wait. I mean, George Lucas, obvious... Think about it, think okay. about it, okay? Okay. Okay, think about it. Like, there was no father in both of the stories. Right? What is the official... Biological father. Right. What is the, the official f- canon? Um, I've heard I always rumors thought it, that I've always thought it was, like... Yeah. That's what I heard. Cause Clone like, created. Right. Or like, because he can create life or whatever from the force. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I've always mm-hmm. thought. Um, so according, to, but according to the prequels, it was conceived by the midi-chlorians, right? Right. So mm-hmm. if we take the midi-chlorians and we say they're the Holy Spirit in this story, it's kind of the same thing. Anakin was born out, out of the midi-chlorians. Jesus was born, you know, from the Holy Spirit. Yeah, but there's right? kind of, there's a hole in that because like the... That's kind of a good representation because the Jedi use the Metachlorians for good and it like kind of guides them. They close right, their eyes like and they know where right, things right. are. Yeah, stuff like right. that. But also the Sith use Metachlorians to do evil things. So That's true. Uh, but then, guess, yeah, there are demons. Yeah. So, But Metachlorians are both angels and demons and this is what you're saying? I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying you can see there's similarities. They're not the exact same thing. I'm not saying George Lucas drew completely on that. He drew from Buddhism but mainly, you know, the yin and the yang, but I think it's pretty obvious that he at least took something from the Bible. Or if he didn't, well, oops, he did, you know? Um, so, there's a lot of little things that always have bugged me about this movie. First off, the fact that, why don't you just, it's always bugged me with uh, asteroid fields and this. Why can you not just go around the blockade or the asteroid field, Right? Like, it's literally one small circle around the planet. <laughs> Can you not fly above it? That's always True, a bug yeah. to me. And the asteroid field, too. Like, an asteroid field isn't, like, covering oh, they, the when planet they, completely. Yeah, because they just, just go fly around the asteroid it. field. We have to go through this asteroid field. No, you don't. There's, like, a bajillion, you know, those, those kind of you things. You can go then, into light speed around, like, the other side of the planet. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> calculate, calculate the jump before you leave the hangar or something like that, you know? <laughs> like, stupid stuff like that. And also, Naboo... We never see people, except for, like, maybe one yeah. scene. They're, we don't, like, these camps, they're killing everybody. Like, show us some clips of the camps. Like, like show Padme true, yeah. in the scene where she's, like, replaying the message. Don't replay the message, because we've already heard it. Just 
show some of the like you know show her looking at some of the scenes of people being killed or something like that right that's that's always bugged me there's no there's nobody in Naboo it's so big you don't see anybody even before you know it's, it's except for in the last scene which is stupid that's, that's true yeah me. you're right so Darth Maul huh that Darth guy. Maul very face painted yes <laughs> like it's yeah. like shiny in the movie Yes, uh, no, it's actually Darth true, Maul. Yeah. Darth Maul's legit. They should just had him be the. They should have had Darth Maul be the bad guy. Oh, definitely. The entire two, and just make him be like the bad guy, and try yeah. and make it ambiguous. Yeah. And then when he's killed, Sidious is like, "I'm the bad." He's guy. actually kind and of that, that would have been awesome. Guy, you know, he is. I mean, Count Dooku's cool and all. And I like his you know backstory, but the fact is, Darth Maul's way cooler. Yep. And oh, definitely. He's more interesting, and he's got a double I mean, lightsaber. Yeah, he's exactly. got a double lightsaber. Like, come on, double the coolness, right? Yeah, it's so and funny. Apparently, like, he survived the fall after being cut in half. You know. Yeah, he was saved by fans. <laughs> but <laughs> what do you say, Matthew? Uh, I was gonna say, uh, it's so funny to me how he like only opens one blade at first and is fighting because <laughs> he like has his little ace in the hole and he just like, Shh, <laughs> I got two now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like, and he's kind of like surely kind of, they've seen that before, right? He's kind of beast though, because like he's fighting two Jedi's at the same time, and like know, very with obviously a double blade, choreographed fight, du- right? Right. Well, double blades are actually pretty hard to use. I've tried before. Yeah, they are. They, they're <laughs> not very functional, but who cares? It's a double bladed lightsaber, right? Yep. That's what's cool. Like nobody cares that nobody would actually be able to use that. They care like it's cool. That's what makes Star Wars. The, the science in Star Wars is so bad, but nobody cares, mm-hmm. right? Because it looks nope, cause cool. Exactly, because lightsaber fights, man, you know? I mean, yeah. Blasters, it's awesome. Um, Duel of the Fates is awesome. I heard another review say they should have saved Duel of the Fates for the epic battle between Anakin and Obi-Wan. Ooh. And had another theme for Darth Maul. What was, right? that's actually. I think that could have worked. Yeah. But no, because. Because I, I, I don't know not... the theme for the other one, but. It's not, um. It's not Darth Vader's theme, so I don't know. That's true, yeah. yeah. But but Duel of the Fates, it, I think the music makes it pretty sweet too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But it's it's the best part of the movie. Well, you know, us of the pod race is the best part, second best part. Yeah. But Duel of the Fates, pretty awesome. All right, anything else you guys want to say about this movie? We're we gonna do in our shoutouts. All right. Donor shoutouts. Give the actually real quick. I feel like you say that every episode and we don't say anything. How many (laughs) double-bladed lightsabers out of ten do you give this movie? Oh. Uh, Five. Five? All right. I'd have to go with, like, a 4.5. All right. 4.5? So, like, four double-bladed lightsabers and one normal lightsaber? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, one Darth Maul couldn't have lightsaber. All right. <laughs> yeah. I'll give it <laughs> <All> six. <right. laughs> it surpassed my expectations. So, yeah. All right. Donor shout out. So, I say the donor, and you say... Not um, No, what what Sith from the prequels you think they would be. Okay. All right. All right. Mr. and Mrs. Rayetsky, Matthew. They would be Darth Maul. Nice. All right, Isaiah, <laughs> Nolan the Pony Killingsworth. Darth Sidious. Oh. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, no other option. And then Matthew, 
your dad, Mr. Mark Gillingsworth. Count Dooku. Obviously, and he's got he's got the right beard. I mean, he's got like he's, the lightning and the everything. Evil, he's got the <laughs> he's got the evil laugh and smile. Yeah, man. Were and we he's allowed like to really do... smart with words? I guess technically what, is General Grievous a Sith? He's technically not, is he? Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't not count really, him but I would count him. I, I would count him as he's a bad guy with a lightsaber, but I don't true. think anybody's General Grievous. But he doesn't have so. the force or anything. That's true. He doesn't. Don't call That's him a droid. he's a robot. All right. <laughs> All right. If you want a donor shout out, please go to patreon.com forward slash the screening. Support us for $5 or more. We get donor shout out live on the show. Not live, but on the show. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, because, yeah, it's edited. And obviously, we love you guys. <laughs> it took me a while to say okay, that. Okay, Obviously, we love you guys. <laughs> And we'll see you back in two weeks for, obviously, the best Star Wars movie, Attack the Clones. And until next time, this has been The Screening. <laughs>